0: Good morning good morning to you you got here right on time how to do you on this 16th day of february 2022 hump day wednesday good morning Chantel sings
1: good morning we're we're just realizing that your granddaughter and my son are i don't even understand their
0: birthdays are really close together
1: yeah his birthday was yesterday he turned 20 and she turned 16 today
0: yes today her 16 so she was born on the 16th. So this is it's the 16th, and then she's 16 years old. You know, what do they call it's that? Girl,
1: her golden birthday.
0: Golden birthday, yes.
1: But you're saying you're saying that when we started, she was eight.
0: Eight years old. So she, well, I think she had turned nine mm-hmm. because we didn't start working together until June of that year.
1: Wow, that is something. I didn't know she was turning 16. I just remember her being so small, and I'm, you know, you never know. You're 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 not in. I'm not. I'm, I don't see her regularly, so I'm thinking like. Okay, she's probably turning 12, 13, something like that.
0: <laughs> wow,
1: she's almost 18 years old. That is something. How do you feel?
0: I feel excited for her. She's excited. Uh, it's fun listening to her make her own decisions and really get into her classwork and making her friends yeah. and all the rest of it.
1: Yeah, and Jamez has turned into such an independent and such a thoughtful young man. He's, very, he's maturing very uh, nicely. He's got his first tattoo yesterday. I don't have any. I would never get a tattoo, but he... He took it like a champ. It looks beautiful. It's a very nice tattoo. But he's just very thoughtful now. He checks on me now. He'll he'll (laughs) do things for me. He'll grab bags and open doors. And it just happened overnight. All of a sudden, I was carrying 25 bags in by myself. And then the next day, he was, Mom, I got that. Whoa, wow.
0: That's a wonderful thing. (laughs) They grow up.
1: Yeah, it happens so fast. So happy birthday to Zoe and happy belated to Jamez. He, he had a good day yesterday.
0: Yes indeed. So what's the color of the day?
1: Pink lemonade. Try pink lemonade today. Shout out to Columbia Heights. Thank you guys in Columbia Heights for waking up with us here on the morning program.
0: Glad you're with us today. And here are today's words to the wise. Harness the power of kindness. Mm-hmm. Today's words to the wise read, harness the power of kindness. Mm-hmm. And today is National Do-A-Grouch-A-Favor Day. Oh. It's a kindness kind of thing. Everybody knows a grouch, and some of us may even be guilty of being one. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can be the one to find the sweeter side of that grouch today. You know, for some, it's in their nature to be grouches all the time, while others may just be having a rough day or two. Mm -hmm. Well, today, we have that opportunity to turn the grouches' frown upside down.
1: Right, right. But then what what did we talk about earlier? We talked about minding...
0: Your own business.
1: (laughs) If you see somebody's being a grouch, how about give them some space? Let them be. Maybe they just don't want to be bothered with you. Here you come. Hey, how's your day? Leave me alone.
0: Well, this is the only day that you can do it because okay. it's the national Do a Grouch a Favor Day. Okay. Tomorrow, don't try this.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: so either way, you're doing them a favor. It's going to feel right for you. A grouch is habitually irritable, a complaining person, mm. a grumbler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make it a better day for your I favorite grouch. I have
1: all grouch. those symptoms,
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just got a text here from Chaz Millionaire. He says, I have a new addition to my family. Aww. My third grandchild, baby Mecca, he was born at 6.20 this morning, saying, Freddie Bell in the morning, Chantel in the morning, Twin Cities good morning.
1: Oh, wow. That's what the baby came out singing. That's yes. beautiful. He taught the baby well.
0: Shout out to his daughter, Maria. Please. He uh, says, much love and hail to the new king oh, born today.
1: It. I love that name, Mecca.
0: Nice. Indeed. We have a very special guest with us this morning, Chantel.
1: Yes, two very special guests. Please welcome Julie uh, Young Burns, the social, emotional learning, culture, and climate team lead of MPS, and Judy Brown, manager of mental health supports, which is both much needed for Minneapolis public schools. Good morning to you both, ladies.
0: Good Good morning. And chiming in together. You know, it's been a sad several <laughs> days here in the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, a bus driver and a student were victims of gun violence in two different incidents. Uh, we all know about Deshaun Hill, who was a really uh, just an upstanding individual, a star quarterback. His grades were incredible. And the news of his passing had a really, I'm sure, a really big impact on North students and I know even the community. So how what's the best way for families and students? our community to talk to students about situations like this ladies
2: thanks so much for the opportunity to connect and talk about this we know that one of the most important things that grown folks can do for their students is to be present to name what's happening inside of them to be able to talk about their feelings and what we know their feelings do do to our bodies and our thinking But also just be present to sometimes give that space, those little acts of kindness, those connections of of familiar, but also know that we feel a lot of things at the same time and and acknowledging that. Sometimes it's asking a simple question. Sometimes it's just saying, let me know if you want to talk. Sometimes it's just... Modeling your own way of being and navigating through this situation or similar ones is a great place to start.
0: Your voice is so soothing. I know that I was just taking that in as you were sharing those ideas. So what about families and staff still? uh, Kent, what about the students you just mentioned talking to them? What about that uh, 16-year-old, that 12-year-old who just does not want to talk?
2: A lot of it has to do with just giving space, right? That idea that I'm here whenever, however you want to talk. If you don't want to talk, that's cool too. But recognizing that we have a habit of connecting, and that's something that we can all do with our kids, is developing that that story of how we talk with each other about tough things about how we lean into what our feelings are, how we process what others around us. Sometimes it's easier to talk about your friends or the folks at school before you talk about yourself. Mm -hmm. We don't want to push, we don't want to pull, we don't want to coax. We also have to recognize that sometimes big feelings, especially in teenagers, can come out kind of sideways. And sadness can look like anger or frustration or snippiness or grouchiness when in fact it's really deep wells of emotions. We haven't done a great job teaching our young people, managing their big feelings, especially anger, um, the unknown, the unpredictable, the ununderstandable, And that's big, tough stuff. So being present, doing familiar things. Making sure young people have just little gifts of kindness, food they really love, space they really want to be in, time with friends, making sure they're sleeping, not spending too much time on social media, turning those phones off at night so they get rest. Mm -hmm. All of those things are so
0: important. Julie Young Burns and Julie Brown with us this morning, Chantel.
1: Yes, uh, and we know that sometimes students, and we talked about, you know, just giving them space and making sure that we're not pressuring them to talk about uh, their feelings until they're ready to do that. Uh, what are some signs, though, that we can watch for that can mean that a person is struggling, uh, processing a situation? Uh, and how do we deal with something like that with the, with the young people? Well,
3: I think um, June mentioned some of them um, just a minute ago. You know, some, sometimes our scholars have trouble sleeping. You know, um, they may withdraw, they may just be grouchy, they may be overexcited, Um, you may see them um, witnessing or reviewing certain um, media outlets continuously, you know, sometimes they may not want to go to school, Mm -hmm. you know, or there may be um, a lot of phone calls home from school saying, you know, you're child is doing A, B, C, D, um, and you know that's not like him or her, you know, so it's really about giving them space and um, the opportunity to express themselves, but also acknowledging when you do see a change in behavior, you know, it could be good or bad, right? A student who may not um, engage in every activity or interest in different things, they may start over-exerting themselves and being more involved as a way to distract themselves from the reality. You know, I I want to back up too, though, but I want to give a, uh, uh, my condolences to the families. You know, um, like you mentioned, we had two people impacted, um, and these, you know, not just two people, but there were students um, impacted by these events as well. We had a very brave 10 um, year old student who helped the bus driver and the other students on the bus. And you know, even when um, kids are directly impacted, their behavior changed. Mm-hmm. But this particular student, these particular students are gonna be more impacted than the rest. And nine out of 10 times, their behavior is going to change. So it's really about looking for the changes in their behavior.
0: Makes a lot of sense. So uh, we're just about out of time. Can you talk about resources available to the MPS community <laughs> regarding situations like this?
3: Yes, um, we have a couple of resources available. The mental health team um, has a website and it's mentalhealthallonewordmplsk dot dot 12mnus dot And on this website, Um, There'll be activities and information for students and families, more specifically in regards to um, parents. We are doing a caregiver institute, which will be um, April 23rd, and we are soliciting responses in regards to information in which parents want to learn more about in terms of how they can help their students and how they can identify some of the signs related to the various illnesses and stresses. Um, so just go to the webpage, and we also have activities that um, you can use as family um, activities to just bridge some of these difficult conversations and the activities that are at all ages. So it's like reading a book, um, digital book online about grief and loss, And then um, we have some questions for you to prompt and engage, not just your students, but your entire family in the conversation.
0: Great words. And uh, we can't thank you enough. Julie Young Burns, a social, emotional, learning, culture, and climate team lead for Minneapolis Public Schools' Equity (laughs) Department. And Judy Brown, Manager of Mental Health Supports, for being with us this morning and sharing some pearls of wisdom to help our young people in our communities and their families to cope with devastating issues impacting our communities. Thanks for being with us.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you, ladies.